Hello? You play to win the game. Let's go to eat a damn snack. We're taking receipts, and I can't wait to shove it down everyone's throat when it comes around. No question about it. I am ready to get hurt again. Welcome, everybody, to episode number 67 of the Battered Jets Fans Podcast. I am your host, Daniel Granada, and alongside me, I have two very visibly battered individuals. I got Mike the Stack Guy and Gunny Gumby, and... um. I mean, I guess I should throw it around to you guys because that's what we're here for. But I'm kind of scared at what I'm going to get as a result because you guys wanted the loss, but you still look depressed as hell. So let me start off with Mike the Stack Guy. How's it going, sir? Yeah, man. Look, I mean, we 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 wanted the loss, uh, which, by the yeah. way, you know, going going by our predictions, I didn't I didn't think we were going to score, you know, more than six points, let alone twenty. But uh, but yeah, man. This this entire I'm I'm just so happy that we only have four more quarters left this season, man. Just end the season, JETS style. Um, I, I'm just ready to end this entire entire thing, man. I don't know how we're running it back, but man, this it's gonna be an interesting off season. We have to get into that today because yeah, that we were texting a little bit about it, and um, we got to get into that. But Gunny, how you doing, sir? Because I know that you were watching this game very closely, and um. Probably closer than I was. How you doing, sir? Listen, I, I was all about losing this game, right? But mm-hmm. I think we all talked about how we were hoping it wouldn't be an embarrassment on national television. And As it always is. I, it, I was ready for our offense to stink it up. I was really ready for that. But to see our defense play in such a lackluster and, and unmotivated fashion is terrifying because that's supposed to be Silas bread and butter. That's the one thing we can say. At least you can do that part good. Yep. Um, they got abused today, man. Like you can tell Joe Flacco was sitting there like, Oh, you're still running the same ass defense that I, I, I saw last year. Cool. Uh-huh. Let me go ahead and just dice it up with the tight end because you guys aren't going to adjust and literally did that the entire game. You had Najoku looking like freaking Antonio Gonzalez out there, bro. I was like, what the hell is going Yeah, It was in it, but it just goes to show the stubbornness of Salah. Um, because I do believe Obrick, if he had more leeway, makes adjustments. Uh, for some reason, I think it's the solid mentality of like, this is our defense. We're not going to adjust. Bitch, you need to adjust. Because right. Joe Flacco was laughing, knowing damn well, like, oh, okay, I'm just going to keep going here and you eat you alive. Sala? 100%. Hell 100%. Yeah, Sala, yeah. Because yeah. last year it was the same shit. Been covering Not- Nope. I, I, I'm telling you right now, I think if Obrick had 100% control, he's making adjustments. Um, he, he's, but when the he's defense plays be, well, you give, you give Salah the credit or Obrick the credit? That's not I give fair. Salah the credit. No, no. Okay, I, okay, okay. I've been keen okay. on giving Salah the credit for the defense. Okay, okay. Why I think he'd be a great defensive coordinator, vice head coach. Right, um, right. I, I just I think if Obrick had his way, he'd be able to make more adjustments. But I think Salah just is stuck in his ways, man. Like He refuses to do so. And Joe Flacco, knowing this, had a field day. You know what? You know what, though? I'm not mad about it. I picked up Joe Flacco on two of my fantasy football leagues. It's playoff season, baby. <laughs> and he looked outstanding today. So I knew we were going to catch this L. I didn't think it was going to be that embarrassing. But I'm winning in both fantasy leagues. So thank you, Coach Sala, for being so freaking predictable. Well, I mean, we could, we could get with the beginning of the game because, honestly, I thought that the Jets' defense would put up more of a fight. I think we all did. right? I knew right. that. That the Browns would probably put up twenty some odd points, but I thought that they would put up. Yep. But the way they went down the field, the first drive of the game at will, at, at oh will, they God. they were running up the gut. No, and Joker with that at one will, pass that went like at Jim. 
it was just it it was really bad. There were missed tackles, like it was really sloppy. But what surprised me is that they came back and they put a little Adam Gase in there. They had the perfect first drive drawn up, and they went right down the field and they scored. And I was like, holy crap! True, Are very we, true. That I mean, against the best defense in the league, that surprised me. But then again, you go ahead. And then the next drive, the Browns again just punch you in the mouth. And at that point, you're like, where the hell is this defense? What what was going on, do you think, with the defense? Because at that point, I felt like if the the defense isn't going to play well, what the hell are we – we have no chance today. Business decision, man. I think, think we're so? with ourselves, man. Like yeah. the season's over. We everybody knows it. These guys have already been putting in their bids for the for for Pro Bowl and the All Pro and mm. Pro Bowl voting ended last week already. Like I think ultimately it became a business decision. Um, these guys are checked out. You know what I'm saying? And in all actuality, as much as it sucks to say this, I can't even blame them. You've been carrying this freaking pathetic team all year. You've been doing your best to keep us in the games and never seeing any kind of reciprocal a reaction from the offense. Yeah, it sucks. It's embarrassing. But this is what happens when these guys realize, like, on to next year because uh, I need to go ahead and make sure I'm doing my part to make sure I get paid. Business decision, man. I think what we saw today was was purely that. Um, I think those guys played their roles as they were supposed to, made zero adjustments themselves, then put in extra effort. They were told to go ahead and protect this zone, and they said, okay, cool. I'll protect this zone. And that was the end of that. Um, but yeah, nah, the business. I think it falls down to business decision. They just decided, like, you know what? Season's already over. Let me start thinking about next year and maybe this trip to, I think it's at Hawaii or Florida for the Pro Bowl, wherever it's at. They're Orlando. thinking about their trip. Orlando? Say, boom. They're yeah. thinking about their trip to Orlando. <laughs> They're trying to make sure they stay healthy for that. They don't want to miss out on the opportunity to go ahead uh, and hey. get some sun. Yeah. Um, speaking of um, Salah, though. Mm-hmm. So, speaking of Salah, can we, can we talk about real quick why? Once again, our rookie is taking the ball out of the end zone on kickoff. Well, that, that, yeah, that was going to be my, my next question. Well, that was going to be my next question because I was going to ask you. We all thought that the Jets would lose today, right? Even if, yes, even though I, I personally would have liked to go eight and nine, just to say we had a game more than last year, we won a game more, and make me feel a little better about the offseason, we lost. And we kind of expected mm-hmm. to lose. But I thought the game was lost when – Went back to back, right? They scored, we scored, and they scored again. And before we even had a chance to answer back, we fumbled that kick return, and then they scored again. And then they went up twenty to seven. And I thought after that, the game was over. Like that to me, yep. that's when the game ended. But you right. brought up that point. You texted us. You're like, "Why are they running it out?" I think they ran it out every single kickoff. This was something that was done on purpose. Are we trying to? Has something new? Do you think? Like I know Gunny just said he was an idiot for doing it, but was he not doing that every kickoff? But by idiot, I mean like I don't understand why Izzy was back there. And oh, that that for sure. That I didn't understand. That, yeah, that made no freaking sense. Um, mm-hmm. we're gonna go ahead and have this kid take off kick off for the first time. I get it. He's probably one of the fastest guys on the roster. But Gibson has proven to be a more than serviceable freaking special teams kick returner. Um, I think decent that was today. Just, Yep, exactly. Dumb, mm-hmm. pure stupidity. It was their way of saying like, "Oh man, let's go ahead and show like we're smart and let's ch- let's surprise them and 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 throw somebody else back there." That's the vibe I got from that, and it obviously backfired. 
it, it's mm-hmm. uh, again, it just goes to show another level of this this coaching staff's incompetence and uncertainty about themselves and their identity and what they want to do. Um, to where they felt they had to go ahead and try to go ahead and let's go ahead and throw in a freaking curveball and, and see how that works out. And it just it, it was embarrassing. Well, Gibson ran them back to the rest of the game. Yeah, they realized, yeah. like, let's and stop trying too. to think harder than we should be about this. Gibson, you, you, you're, you're back in your role. Yeah. Uh, Mike, what did you think about Robert Sala overall this game? Because outside of the kick returns, <laughs> like, Man. the second half, Not a fan. The, defense, the defense shut down the Browns' def- uh, offense. Look, man. I'm not a fan of the whole – listen, I thought that I was watching Todd Bowles 2.0 out there. When I, when I was seeing, when I was seeing the, um, the unnecessary punting when you should be going for it, when, he, when they finally did go for it, they had a delay of game, which is laughable. Um, they, they were kicking field goals when they needed touchdowns. And, look, I, I understand the whole concept of let's just get points. But, mm-hmm. you know, when you're already down by – what was it? The first, 17. Um, well, they were down by 17, man. Mm-hmm. Like, like I understand that. Yes, if you if you go for it, you and you don't get it, um, you know, and, and you're you going to 20 yards against this, this. Right, right. I'd rather I'd rather um, you know, risk it to get the biscuit than than just settle for three points. And that's exactly what Salah did. He did that two times in a row. Once at the end of the the uh, second, uh, yeah, the, the first half, and then again, I think it was in the in the uh, third quarter. So. Man, th- this guy, man, I, I don't know if he, he's he was playing, he was coaching today as if he was, um, you know, told by Woody Johnson that he's coming back next season, which, which he, which he was told he that. was, so, he was, which, so, which yeah, I mean, frustrates me. Yeah. So, I mean, if you're not really playing for your job, then why, you know, and I'm not saying that he wasn't trying, but man, th- this scares the hell out of me, to be honest with you guys, because if Rogers comes back next year and let's say he does well. Right. Or let's say, I don't know, God forbid he gets hurt or, or not, not well enough to get in the playoffs. What are, what are we going to do the following year? Like we most definitely have to clean house. And I know I don't want to, uh, you know, get too far ahead of ourselves here, but we have to start thinking about these things, you know, because our window is so small with Rogers. So mm-hmm. it's like th- this off season is so important. And, and I know we say this every single year we're the off season champions, but man, we have to knock this off season out of the park if we want to even sniff the playoffs next year and make a deep run. I mean, th- this coaching staff, this, um, uh, you know, front office with the general manager, we have to make the right decisions or else everybody's gone, you know, from coaches to, to front office, to players. I'm going to tell you what my biggest issue is with Salah. And I'll let you get to your point, Gunny. My biggest issue is that I feel like in the NFL coaching is the sport in which it's most important. And one of the things that coaching needs to do is have your players prepared. And I mean snap to snap. Like that that tells you if you're a good coach. They were back-to-back plays where they had an illegal formation and then 12 men in the huddle. Back-to-back plays. If that doesn't speak volumes of how prepared this team is on Sunday or Thursday, I guess in this case, like that speaks to the coach. To me, that's a coach that isn't doing his job correctly. That's a joke. Yeah, well, I mean, I didn't mean to say joke, but yes, that's a joke. That's what it is. You know what it is? You're down 17 points. You got the ball. You're driving to start the third quarter, and you have to burn a timeout on that very first drive. When you're down 17, you need to save all three timeouts towards the end, hopefully for the fourth, end of the fourth quarter when you possibly can catch up and tie the game. 
He's burning an early timeout in the beginning of the third quarter. Like, this team isn't prepared. And that's all on coaching. And I don't care if it's on the OC or the DC. Ultimately, it's on the head coach. Because unfortunately, like in many jobs, the person that's in charge is the person that gets the blame and the credit. And in this case, he has to get the blame. I'm sorry. And Gunny, what were you going to uh, jump in and say? I, it's you said Todd Bowles and, and Mike that that really resonated with me because I was watching the show live um, with with Bean Bean and with, with Jets Chaos and watching Todd Bowles I'm sorry Todd Bowles wow watching Sala on the sideline have zero emotion um, while the team is getting their teeth kicked in but whenever the team is winning he's jumping all over the place in fact he's so energized he needs to get a get back coach to keep him from freaking running out into the field to mm-hmm. me it's, it 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 and i think green the green bean said it perfectly he's more of a freaking cheerleader than a freaking coach because mm-hmm. the only time you seem to be able to show Pass. any kind of emotion and get excited is when the team is dominating and winning and winning games whenever they're freaking point. losing he sits there and looks like, oh, shit, what do I do? Uh, let me just stand here and look serious and upset and, and not like I'm getting involved. Or I would rather my coach have emotion across the board, be excited when we're winning, be pissed off and furious and throwing shit whenever we're losing. Show me something. But the fact of the matter is this dude's a freaking cheerleader that decides to get excited whenever the goddamn Jets are winning. <laughs> whenever they're losing, he sits there like he, he needs a freaking a binky put in his freaking mouth because he doesn't know what to do with himself. And it's it's it shows more about how I just don't know if he's a head coach, man. I I I think Salah is more of a motivational speaker. Like maybe he would do great work, like on a circuit where he's telling people how they need to motivate themselves to get up and make telephone calls all day. Like I feel like he's that kind of a guy. And it's weird to say this because for the longest time I swore this man was a leader of men. But I look at it now and I'm like, yeah, now nah, you're a leader whenever things are going good. But when things are going bad, you're lost. And that's when you need your leaders the most is when things are going bad. Like I look to the leader like, what do we do? And the dude has no answers for you. Like if you go into a gunfight and like you already know the plan, things are going well. Like, yo, Mike, you know what I'm talking about? And like shit hits the fan and you're like, shit, I ain't never been here before. We look to the leader like, what do we do? And right, they better have an answer. If you if 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 that was Salah right now leading us into battle, he would look like, uh, "Where's my get back, coach?" Maybe he might have a response. And and it just I just I no longer believe that this guy is a leader of men. And you said Aaron Rodgers next year, man. And I'm think I'm telling you, if if what if Aaron gets hurt again, bro? He's forty right. years old. This offensive line is a joke. Are we are we going to give them another freaking pass? Right. Run it back again? Like, like, come on. What are we? I. I feel like we're going to be stuck in a ridiculous cycle. And with Aaron Rodgers never knowing what he's thinking, I think he could hold Woody and JD by the nuts. And we're, we're in a, in a, the, the twilight zone for the next two freaking years. Mm-hmm. Mike, you had uh, something you wanted to add in? Yeah. Yeah. I, I completely agree with Gunny there. Um, fantastic points. And, and, and to, to add on to that, um, when it comes to Aaron Rodgers, speaking of Aaron Rodgers, do you guys believe in your heart that if Aaron Rodgers was out there, that we would have won this game today? Do you think that we would have won? No. Not that could, not that we could win, but do you think, without a doubt, we would have won this game? No. No, I, I, I can't mm-hmm. sit here and tell you I'd put money on it. No. What yeah, do I, don't, think, I don't know. No, I mean, so, the, way our defense, the way our defense looked, I'd have to say no. Right. So 
if we're saying that, if we can't compete against, and, and of course the Browns are going to the playoffs this year, if we can't compete against the Browns in that scenario with, with uh, you know, Aaron Rodgers, then why are we bringing back Joe Douglas and Nathaniel Hackett and Robert Sala? Why are we bringing back this, those same guys? Even if we had Rodgers with us this, uh, this game, we still want to have, have won the game. Um, it, it just blows my mind, man. Like, like why, why, uh, you know, so much loyalty to these guys who have proven nothing. I mean, the last time I looked at the stat here is that if, if, you know, the New York jets could win their next, you know, 30, 30, 31 football games in a row. And Joe Douglas would still have a losing executive record. It's insane. I don't understand the, the blind loyalty to the front office here. Yes, I get it. He drafted some good players, but where is the, where is the where are the wins? You know where are the, where are the playoffs? Like we are starving for the playoffs here, and it, it's like why are we running it back? So I think if we go out there next week, and I know we're going to talk about it, but if we go out there next week and we and we lay an egg, how can you bring these guys back? Like how can you? Um, and Jim Page added, and if we won, we'd be complaining that we screwed up our draft. Uh, I agree, even though I wanted to win, but. The way we lost, man. No, nah, but like, Jim, yeah, the, thank you. That's the thing. The way we lost, like, like our defense. If we would have lost a close game because our offense yeah. is just shit, like it always is, it's like there we go. Our offense is just always horrible, and our defense is playing their ass off. And yep. unfortunately, the offense is the reason to, to that we just always lose. But today, the defense just laid an egg. The defense did not look good. And to, to add to what you guys are talking about, coaching, I, I'm gonna give you one more thing. I told you, coaching as far as being prepared, it's on the coaching, and we haven't been prepared. We've looked really bad. But on top of that, the Jets have a very good defense. That's what we – I mean, I know today didn't look great, but we we would both agree – or all, all, all three of us agree that the Jets have a pretty good defense. Yes. The, the Cleveland Browns also have a good defense, the, the best defense in the league. They have an elite the, defense. The Jets are on their fourth quarterback. The Browns are also on their fourth on quarterback. Fourth quarterback. Mm, good point. The Jets have 13 uh, different offensive line combinations to start games. The Browns have had 10. The Browns have had as many issues mm-hmm. as the Jets have. And don't tell me that because they worse. have. Yeah, they lost and, their oh, all pro freaking running back. Nick Chubb. Right? Yes. They, they lost Chubb. Chubb. And right. I, I, I'm, I'm forgetting. Oh, Omari Cooper, and Omari, they have Omari, Omari Cooper. Don't tell me that. Moore. Don't tell me. Don't tell me Omari. Oh, Elijah Moore. Don't tell me Omari Cooper really is better than Garrett Wilson. He's, He's not. not. He's, He's not. not. So, with all things considered, the Browns currently—I know it's a long shot—but they literally have a chance to have a first-round buy in the playoffs. And the Jets look pathetic. What's the difference there? Coaching. Coaching, mm-hmm. I think, is the biggest difference there. So the fact that they were guaranteed their jobs, th- not two, three games before the season ended, I think is, is, is ridiculous. You can't Premature. do that. You can't do that. You could do that you, and say that after the last game of the year. And yeah, that's but the come thing, on. too. They could have thought that. They could have, Woody could have been like, yeah, we can't fire these guys. We're going to give them a shot. But to publicly go out and say, it was fucking hey, stupid. these are my guys. It can be you. You pretty much just said like y'all been trash. <laughs> y'all can continue to be trash. Don't worry about it. You'll be here next year, and and you see the job security. I, I'm telling you, man. I think this defense quit because they realized like, damn, we can be doing everything that we can do and overcome bad offensive play, bad coaching, and those guys are solid. All right, fuck it. I think 
the, the the whole organization, I think, leadership wise, is in shambles. It starts at the top, and I think that's with with the Johnson brothers on the team. I'm sorry, Joe D. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I, I can't. I, I'm I'm over it. I think great, appreciate you for for trying to implement a winning culture. Um, and, and thank you for Sauce. Thank you for Garrett. Thank you for JJ. You know what I'm saying. Thank you for Breach. We appreciate you. But I I just I don't think the people that's going to help us get over the top is currently in the building. And that's with Aaron Rodgers. The more and more I think about it, Aaron Rodgers is going to have to play quarterback in the AFC away from Lambeau field for the first time in his career. Oh, and at the same time, he has to overcome poor coaching in the AFC. Mm -hmm. But he's choosing that though, because Nathaniel Hackett is fucking horrible and he's choosing. He's terrible. But you know what though? But you know what though? What, What it boils down to is we're still, giving the keys to Aaron Rodgers and Aaron Rodgers is seeing this now and you're going to give we, Nathaniel Hackett has just coached the a historically bad offense like three of the lowest offensive product production games in NFL history are now under the the the, 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 <laughs> yep. the helmet of of yep. coach Sala two of them are under Nathaniel Hackett like yep. you You've got to look at those things and realize, like, man, one man can only do so much. Um, and you're right. We, we've we got holes on offense, offensive line, wide rec- another wide receiver. Like, I, I, I think there's holes that need to be fixed, but now we want Aaron Rodgers to also fix the coaching. Like, I don't think people realize what we're you asking get- Aaron Rodgers to do next year. <laughs> we're asking this man to be the franchise at 40 years old. <laughs> Do you guys uh, think Zoe that... thinks that it's perception oh. that Woody's w- scared about the the NY back pages, uh, the New York back pages? That's why he wouldn't fire them. I don't think that's what it is. I think Man, he's just, they're gonna write that number. This gonna... team's been dysfunctional for yeah, twenty years. They're, they're yeah. gonna get back pages regardless. Yeah. So what, let me what, ask you guys what, this: right? those pages. Do you get? Do you guys think that Aaron Rodgers wants all these uh, coaches and 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 the GM back just to? You know, prove the point that if he does, if if we do like win all these games maker? next season, he's like, yeah, see, I told you, like, you know, I'm the man, I'm the greatest quarterback of all time. The everyone else is trash without me. Yeah. As soon as I come in, like, I'm gonna blow. You know what I mean? What if, what if he's doing this on purpose just so that he can fill that narrative of like, yeah, that's right, I'm the man. Because like, we right. all know that he's got this Look, massive ego. To be fair, that would yeah, not cool. shock me at all. But and, and you know to what? That point, if he uh-huh. can do it, if he can do it, I don't give a fuck. Pump your chest up. Hey, lift these bumps. If he could do it, if he can do it, man, I'm Mm -hmm. I'm gonna be the first to be like, he's a savant. He's him. Peyton Manning, who? Tom Brady, who? I'll be the first to be on that freaking. And I'll because I'm with you. I do think that Aaron Rodgers is is literally loving this right now. I really believe secretly he's loving this right now. He's loving seeing the dysfunction and the failure. He's just like, yeah, like without me, y'all bitches ain't shit. I think he really is like appreciating this because next year really? when he's able to go ahead and play, and if he's playing well, bruh, I can see him mm-hmm. now. Oh my god, the cockiness well, at those gonna be podiums. Like it's gonna be massive. Bro. And Bro. that's my thing because Mike said he's keeping these these people in place, but he if he keeps them in place, he I mean he obviously wants to do what you guys said and prove everybody wrong and that he can win with these guys. But it's because he also believes in these guys. He really does believe that these guys aren't going to hold mm. him back from achieving what he needs to achieve. Nah. 
I don't think he you believes don't think him, so? if I'm being honest. I, I, I think nah. he just likes his people around because yeah. they make him feel comfortable because it's a bunch of yes men, right? It's like it's like freaking that is how the, 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 hot, mm-hmm. the hot chick in school, right, who's very low confidence, but her friends tell her how great she is all the time, yeah, and she yeah. keeps those, ki- those, those kids, the ugly girls around her because she wants those ugly girls to keep elevate. It's the same thing. I, I, I think Aaron Rodgers wants his, his ugly chicks around him to keep pumping yeah. him up, and that's why they're there. I don't believe he believes in them. I think he likes having them around because it feeds his ego. Because there's no way you're going to tell me this guy with, with, with 15, 18 plus years of experience is going to really state that Nathaniel Hackett is a good offensive coordinator. That Randall Cobb yep. still has it. That Alan Lazard, who led his team in drops last year, is a legitimate freaking dog to have on this roster. I, you just can't convince me otherwise. I think ultimately – those are his his freaking little like yes men, right? They're all gonna tell him that he's beautiful and you know he he's popping, mm-hmm. man, he's slaying mm-hmm. all that good crap. Yeah, That's yeah. why they're there. That's why they're there. There's personal cheerleaders. Personal Aaron Rodgers being being out and kind of losing this season, it kind of puts us in a position where at least we know where the biggest holds are. Because Jermaine Johnson, monster. Oh, he's six dog. today, monster, dog, bro. He got and he should have had that TV. other touchdown too. He got, robbed, yep. he got freaking he got robbed, robbed on the TD. Big time. So we we have the defense in place, I think. You want to get a safety here late in the late rounds of the draft, free agency, some a good pickup, mm-hmm. whatever. I forgot they got this guy, uh, Chark, uh, that we got from the Ravens that ended up missing the season. Whatever. We have oh, somebody. Yeah, Chuck on, Clark. On Chuck Clark. Oh, Chuck yeah, Clark. Yeah. Yeah. Clark he, yeah. So we, I think we're set on defense. If we want to make some improvements, that's fine. Resign Bryce Hall, Bryce Hall, Huff, whatever. That's fine. We might need but a I running back. We, <laughs> we, we are now focused in, and we know that every all the energy needs to go to the offensive line and possibly a second receiver, right? But offensive line, I think, is the biggest key. Yes. Mekhi Becton, I think we know he will not be a Jet next year. Garbage. No. no. He, He's garbage. Has allowed the most sacks in the NFL. Yeah, yep. Oh my gosh. Yep. Second, look, the penalties is second most, but he added an extra one right before the game ended. Two. So I don't know if, if yeah, that he added oh, two. He added two. two okay, more. so I don't know if that moves so into the lead or, or seventeen now. He's in the lead. Sixteen so, was the lead. He's yeah, the he has. Now. He's the most. Yep. Yep. So on a contract year, you play he, like he's, that. he's not a Jet anymore. Yep. No. With, I would, I would, with uh, injury history, so it's like so, yeah, come on, he's not a Jet done. anymore. Yeah. So we do not have a left tackle. We do not have a right tackle. We have Joe Tittman at center. We have AVT at, at right guard or left guard, probably left guard. And that's it because, I mean, Tomlinson, I guess, is going to end up staying because of his contract. He's got to. Yeah, he'll be here next no, year. Well, okay. well there, there's, a, there's an out with him. If we, okay. if we um, cut him post, post June 1 cut, there is an out where we, gonna, where we can recuperate quite a bit of money. But it, it will but be it a bigger. Be um, million, I think it's an eight million dollar hit, though, right? A dead. Yeah, dead so it will save hit, thirteen yeah. mil for in twenty twenty four. I don't think he's been good, but he hasn't been as bad as he was last year. He's been average. No, Lakeman Thompson has uh, been average. Uh, average. I'll be I'll be shocked if he's still on the team next year. I'll, I'll, I'll be honest with you guys. Okay. I'll be shocked if he's not. I right. I, I, I'm I'm leaning more towards I'll be shocked if he's not. But yeah, let's man, say let's like, say we do keep him. Like he's not okay. the worst problem. Right. He, the, right. Last not. year I thought exactly. he was horrible, exactly. but this year, last year, I would have really, yeah, I would have yeah. took him out yeah. back and shot him because it was bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my so, god. I think but, the interior, I think we're solid. We're yeah. solid, right? Tipman, yes. AVT, right and Tom. Okay, yeah, yeah. So we're yeah. good there. Both and tackle as far, spots. As far as depth, 
we have Xavier Newman, which I don't mind as a swing guard. Uh, yeah. So we, we have that, that guard, backup guard. And then I don't know if McGovern's still going to be here, but if he is, another he could play guard or center. I don't know if he, he's going to resign. I know I think it was a one year deal that he signed, no? Correct. Yeah, it was like one year, three and a half mil. If he wants to come back on the cheap, I'd bring him oh, back. Right. So let's say hypothetically, maybe we bring him back. We have Xavier Newman back. I think our interior is pretty solid. We need to work on our our yeah. our, our tackles. So, like mm-hmm. you guys have said, alt. If we can get a, a pick high enough to get alt, we need to get a right tackle also. Like that is where the focus needs to be. Draft 37 tackles. You have to hit an average tackle Draft with one of those. All of them. Everyone. <laughs> every pick tackle. Hey. Every or, single yeah. tackle or what if we draft, get them all. What if we grab someone like a um like a Trent Brown from uh I'm, at right you know tackle? Listen, I'm gonna let you guys know right now. Bakatari is gonna be a jet next year. Book it. Well he'll be he'll be playing left tackle though, but for yes, right now I'm saying right tackle. tackle. Um but let's say we address let's say we address um line in free agency then that that frees us up to be able to draft who you know a, the t- a top receiver or lineman you know, with our first round pick Fact. so I'm, I'm actually hoping we address both obviously i want to address receiver and line in the in free agency but if we address both of them like oh man that'd be that'd be really good if we if we have a top five pick and we can pick you know a, a lineman or a receiver and not draft not like not like you know oh we don't have a left tackle so we have to draft <laughs> So we have to draft, um, you know, this one guy over this other, you know. For those of you on audio, Zoe yeah. just said no team will pick up yeah. Beckton. He's going to end up in the XFL with Zach Wilson. <laughs> Zach Wilson. <laughs> they're they're not good enough for the XFL, man. They're not even they're not good enough. I, now, I, I will say though, is more likely. Yeah, uh, he also said uh, that the, the Jets must resign Huff, which I that I do agree with. I would love them. I to agree with one hundred percent. I don't. I don't, I don't, I don't think it's Yeah, I, don't, I think I don't he's going to gonna command. Still, no. He's but gonna God, command man, a high dollar. But uh, so that's what we got I, I think Donald Huff for, is right? gonna be a sign and trade. I think Huff is gonna be a sign okay. and trade potential I asset, agree. or we get a compensatory compensatory pick for him um, in the mm-hmm. draft. But man, and, and it sucks too because I really think God, that's a dog, a man. He's a freaking beast, man. And we're we're gonna let him go. Yeah, and he's Did homegrown. He's freaking too? homegrown. He, mm-hmm. I think he has the. He's number two. I forgot where I got the stat from, but um. He's like he's number two right now in terms of a pass injury. rush rate. Yeah, he's yeah. only behind Micah Parsons, which is Michael insane. Parsons is the so, only one. Yep. Yeah. So I mean, he's he, also number two. He, no, no, number one in fastest get off in the NFL for defensive wow. linemen. Yeah, man. Number one, and he doesn't even play every snap too, which is well, crazy. Well, I so. think that's why the, that number stays so high though, because it's only there yeah, in he's those fresh. situations. He's right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, so as, as we wrap this up. Mike, I ask you, how is the draft status looking uh, yeah, right so, now? Okay, as of right now, we are picking eighth in the draft. Um, and that is because the who we just leapfrogged, the Bears, we just leapfrogged right. them because we have one more loss than they do. We're six and 10, they're six and nine. Now, there are teams, and I want to name them here, there are teams that if they win on Sunday, we are going to jump up considerably. And, and those sure. teams are... The New York Giants, who are five and ten, the LA Chargers. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, so the, mm-hmm. the Giants, and let me tell you who the Giants play. So the yep. Giants, they play the Rams, so they could. They probably that's winnable. Yeah, that's winnable. Uh, the Chargers. The Chargers and the Chargers play against the Broncos. That's winnable. winnable. Yep. Especially they they benched Wilson. They Russell just Wilson's getting yeah. bent. Okay. Uh, the Titans. 
The Titans and the they're Titans the Colts, play right? against now the Texans. They're gonna lose that. Okay, that one's an uh, CJ Stroud is back. coming back. Mm, okay. Yeah, he's coming back. Yeah, but you never know. And then the Bears, I mean, the Bears are and playing the Falcons. And the Bears are playing the Falcons. Yeah, that. That's the Bears. Well, we technically we do have um we are ahead of them for now. But but if the Bears lose, then we you know they they leapfrog us. But let's just say those teams win, then we will be picking. Uh, we should be picking fifth overall mm. uh and then you know that that patriots game is going to be you know really important we're, especially we're if they, the if they win now. this week though i don't know man if we nah. if we, we i don't want them to win this beat them in how long so i need the, i don't know I need, I need the bills to win i need the ravens to win and i need the bills to play the dolphins for the afc champion afc division that last week that's what i'm hoping for yeah and the I'll, oh the um the wild i kind of want to see dolphins fans asshole get just a little tight yeah, I want to see them in the wild card round. <laughs> they have been pretty arrogant. They have they, been they, pretty they're arrogant. Getting the they're getting there. They're getting there for sure. <laughs> they're getting there. So maybe they still win the division, but I would like to see their asshole just get a little bit tight right before that game. Like, ooh. I don't know, man. I really hate the Bills. I, I would like to see no, them. No, well, that's why I said I just want to see the asshole get tight. I didn't say I want them to lose, but I do want to see the Dolphins start questioning them to lose. a little bit. No, no, no. I, I want, want the, the Dolphins to, to win. I want the Dolphins to lose. I want them to maintain the – longest losing streak in playoff history because we can right. at least use that in arguments next year because we have the longest round. It, it works for us. But Look, I would rather the Bills I, not make it and they go yeah. up against like the freaking, I don't know, the, well, the, the Ravens are going to be the first seed. I don't care. Anybody else and they lose in the fur, in the wild card to anybody else. Well, mm-hmm. the, the thing is, um, if to say, and I don't have to get full in fucking Dolphins Bills talk, but if the Dolphins, let's say hypothetically, don't win the division and the Bills win the division, there's a serious chance that the Dolphins have to go into Buffalo in the first round to play them in the wild card round. Yeah, I, I want the Dolphins to lose because they are the better better football team than the Bills, and I, I, I can see the Dolphins going, going and I very don't far. Want so anybody, I, and I, I don't AFC want the Dolphins winning, winning the Super Bowl. Super Bowl. So I want them to be, you know what? Get in there and be. I'm with Mike on that one. I'm with Mike on that one. The Dolphins actually scare me (laughs) having home games on route to the freaking Super Bowl. The Dolphins, yeah, I I, I see them as a Super Bowl, a serious Super Bowl contender. I'm with Mike on this one. I I want the Bills to to win out. The Dolphins to go ahead and have to go to their house and play. I think one and eight against the freaking Bills speaks for itself. I think Josh Allen has a field day against those guys in his house. Yeah, you know what, Mike. You know what? That's why you're the stat guy. I'm I'm with Mike on this one. <laughs> uh, I'm with I, Mike. I, just, I I look. I don't care. I I I hate them both. So I don't care who wins the division. I just want that game. I just want to them both to not division. win a Super Bowl. Yeah, right. I want them right. both yeah. to not win a Super yeah. Bowl. And For I think sure. the the best way to do that is to make sure the Dolphins don't win out, and they yeah. have to go mm-hmm. to Buffalo. Buffalo will do their thing. Then they'll lose to whoever they play. You know what I'm saying? In round two, because the team yeah. is not complete. I don't. I, I don't so they would have to go to have. Buffalo in in January. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That's gonna slow down a lot of those fast freaking rockets mm-hmm. <laughs> running in the cold. <laughs> but let me and I and I'll end this Dolphin Bills talk with this: If the Dolphins beat the Ravens on Sunday, don't be surprised if the Dolphins are in the Super Bowl. Because if they beat if the, the Dolphins in no, real talk, if the Dolphins beat the Ravens on Sunday, they're going through the Super Bowl. I, yeah, I'm, man, I'm, that's, I'm that's gonna how be I feel. very quiet because because they, they have a first round bye at that point, home yep. field advantage throughout the playoffs. Yep. If they win on I, Sunday, listen, I think they're making the Super Bowl. Listen, Ravens, let's go. Whatever, <laughs> whatever the Raven noise is, I'm the dog. Listen, whatever we, the Raven noise is, we can't. Because oh, I was saying this the other day, I was talking to my brother about the other day, and I was just like, dog, 
if the Dolphins beat the Ravens, bro, I think they're going yeah. to well. He's a Steelers yeah. fan. He goes like, no way. And I'm like, no, dog, really? Yeah, because I, they I get the so. first week by, and everything goes through them. And and mm-hmm. at home, I think the Dolphins can it's beat a different team. Yeah, I'll, I'll be doing the Ray Lewis dance Yeah, yeah, facts. <laughs> I'm from from beginning to end. I'm gonna need the Ravens to show out. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I don't want anybody in the AFC East even sniffing the Super Bowl, yeah, especially that, that, the Dolphins. That would hurt. That would hurt. All right, uh, any Bye. final thoughts, Gunny? Um, hey, Jets suck. We're, we suck again. We're right back where we, we, we deserve to be. Yep. Uh, but, hey, listen, you know, maybe we'll go out and lose to the Patriots when, at this point, you know what? I don't care. In the beginning, I was saying, God, we got to beat the Patriots. This might be freaking Belichick's last. I don't care. I don't care at this point. I want the team to lose out. I want to have the most, the, the most uh, arsenal we can have to be better next year. Um, a meaningless win against one of the most winningest organizations of all time is not. You changed really it too. A couple of weeks ago, we were talking I about know. this, and you said you said you 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 don't you didn't care. I and I I do I I I do care now. I I think okay. the Jets need to just lose out, man. I just lose if it gets us in that realm of a Joe Alt or somehow some way an MHJ, man. I'm all for it. Um, I I have to think about the future. I have to be smart here as a Jets fan. I have to understand that this season brings me nothing. There's nothing this is going to bring me to to beat the freaking the 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 Patriots one one in thirteen. It's just embarrassing at this point for yeah. that to be the chase. You know what? It is what it is. I, I want the L. Give me the L. It's going to suck to see Belichick go out on top of the Jets, but whatever. Uh, or maybe maybe him beating us forces him to be the coach again next year. Yeah. And then oh, we can go Oh, I like that. I like um, it. Imagine that, yeah. right? Like he finished with a win. Freaking let's just uh, keep him. Yeah. Let's just keep him. You know, hey, you, yeah. he, he finished I, off strong. I, let's keep I him. Think, keep I, th- him I think around. he's running his course. I think he's running his course. Mike, any final oh. thoughts? Yeah, I'm with Gunny here. Look, guys, um, for those fans who who wanna who wanna win next Sunday, I'm gonna ask you this. What's better? Winning against the, uh, the Patriots in a meaningless game that they want to lose, you know, not the players themselves, but the, the front office, they want to lose or playing next year and throwing a game winning touchdown to someone like a Marvin Harrison Jr. or or Joe Alt, you know, pancake blocking for, for you know, Brees Hall can, can, uh, can run into the end zone. I would much rather, um, you know, lose this game and take the, you know, whatever they get, they get a moral victory, whatever. And we get a, we get in a top five and be able to pick one of those guys, then winning a meaningless game. And then all of a sudden we're out of the top 10. That, that is something that I do not want to happen. So I'm all in favor of losing this game. Four more quarters. Let's get it going. Let's get, you know, let's get this off season going. I want to get some guys in here, some more dogs. And I want to, you know, I guess I I can't, I'm saying this, but we got to, run this thing back and we, we got to win some freaking football games. And um, by the way, the whole winning culture thing, here's the problem with the whole winning culture thing. I don't want any more, uh, you know, motivational speakers coming in and, and all this stuff. How, how you create a winning culture is if you win football games, you play to win the game. If you win the Preach. game, if you win football games, guess what? You got a winning culture. culture. You've just done the job, you know, for yourself. You don't have to be, you know, saying, oh, we're going to win games. You know, Rex Ryan came in. Oh, we're not kissing his rings and stuff, which was funny. But, I mean, you, you, you I don't want to hear someone talking the talk. I want someone that's going to shut their mouths, show up to football on Sunday, and beat the crap out of whoever they're facing week in and week out. J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. The last time that anybody outside of the Bills or the Patriots won the AFC East, so I'm talking about basically the Dolphins and the Jets, it was the Dolphins in 2008. 
They won the division, and they won the division when the year prior they had only won one game. They went 1-15 in 2007, won the division in 2008. So all things are possible. So just putting that out there. All right. Uh, you know what? I was going to ask you guys a question about the draft, but I think we should just wait until next week. I was going to ask you. Yeah, we're, we're going to be talking about a lot. Yeah. Next week's yeah. going to be all a draft. Oh, well, yeah. It's all a draft. I'll keep the question until next week. All right. So if you are listening on audio, we appreciate you listening all the way to the end. Please leave a five-star review, comment, like, all that other good stuff. And if you are watching on YouTube, thank you for watching all the way to the end. Please like, subscribe. And for those of you that joined us in the comments, as always, you guys are the best part of the show. We appreciate you taking the time to join us. And uh, until the next one, have a good one. J-E-T-S, just end the season.